Hello friends, my name is Steve and welcome to Page Chewing Comics and Manga. This is Weekly Pulls Pick of the Week, episode 18. We made it to 18 and there are a couple of you listening, <laughs> so thank you. If you are listening, really appreciate it. So for those of you new to the podcast, my name is Steve and I am getting back into the world of comics after a long hiatus, trying to find things I like to read. It's a little bit daunting trying to get back into, back into the hobby because there's so many books so many books out there. That's a good thing. can also be a bad thing if you're trying to find something new to read or new to get into. So every week I pick up a few books from my local, my local comic book shop. Then I come on here and, and I talk about them and I explain what I liked or I didn't like and if I'll continue reading them or not. So this week I did pick up, uh, let's see, five different books. So let's get into them. The first one is Almost Dead number one. This is by Galaxy. And Ryan Benjamin, this is published by A Blaze. Now, I love zombies. Uh, I know they were overdone there for a while. You know, they they have their place. I mean, not all, I don't like every zombie story, but I like the end of the world type of thing. When, you know, shit hits the fan and, and people are fighting for survival. That initial outbreak seems like the most interesting part of a zombie story because that's when you, you kind of... You can kind of see yourself in that kind of position and what you would do and where you would hide. Would you hide in the mall or would you hide in a, in a, an abandoned house or would you, where would you go? What would you do? So I think it's a fun, it's a fun topic to explore because I think all of us can, can kind of put ourselves in that position. Now from the cover of this book, you would imagine that this would be a, like a wall to wall action type of book, but it wasn't quite that. So this book surprised me a little bit. Now I mentioned the initial outbreak because I think every story has a way of introducing you, introducing your main character to you and how they, how they interact with the beginning outbreak. Now there's things like 20 days later, we can, we can debate whether or not that's zombies or not, but 20 days later and again, the walking dead have somewhat similar introductions to this. So I think there's, there's a way to, to kind of ease you into it and to not retell the same story over and over. And it's hard to drop the, you, the reader or watcher into a, such a terrible situation and without giving you, you know, without easing you into it, there's different ways to do that. And by the way, I think what nobody, not very many, not very many, many people talk about it, but 20 days later, uh, and the walking dead, the walking dead introduction was a little too close to 20 days later. I digress. So this one, <laughs> this one was a little frustrating because this main character, I've never had a character so oblivious to what's going on. And I know that they explain things they explain this character's confusion on, on why they're oblivious, but I think it's, it's almost, it was, it was a little funny because all these things are going on around them. Buildings are empty. There's blood on the floor and they're just kind of going around, going about their business. So they tried to explain it away and it didn't quite work for me. And another thing that was a little bit annoying with this one is that they have a flashback sequence and they explain to you, like, this is a flashback sequence. Instead of just giving us a flashback sequence, just trust your reader just trust us. You know, you know, it's, it's tough, but we know, <laughs> we know that this is a flashback. Now in saying all that, I don't think it was terrible. Just that 
that main character, how they were introduced to the, the, the outbreak was frustrating, but overall I was, it was okay. Now the artwork is really, I think the artwork fits this really well. I love the artwork, the colors, all that was really good. So, you know, it was fine, but I'm, I'll, I'll come back. Let, let's, let's check out issue two. I'm invested enough to see if, if even just to get a good laugh of how oblivious this character may continue to be. So, you know, it's a, it was okay. So the second one is Blood Commandment, and I'm going to butcher this name, uh, Simon Kurdansky. This is by Image. I apologize if I butcher the name. I, I thought this was a decent start to the series. There's a father-son dynamic and some supernatural stuff going on. A man with a with a dark past, and he's trying to hide it from his family, and a, a missing mom who kind of vague on what happened to her and the events leading up to that. So it's the setup. There was a lot of setup, and I think it was okay. I think a decent start. Um, lots of setup, but it has potential. You know, you can you can see the the nuts and bolts being kind of developed here. I thought it was okay. Um, I won't get into much detail of the past, and I don't spoil the book for you, but um, so far, I think it was okay. The artwork was really great. Again, the artwork and colors shine in this one and the, especially the colors and tones really give you a feel for the kind of story that we're going, we're getting into. That was really well done. So, you know, not spectacular, but decent. I, I like the, the foundations there. So I'm encouraged. Uh, the next one was Savage Red Sonia. This is number one. This is by Dan Penison. Sorry, Dan. And Alessio Patillo. This is by Dynamite. My introduction to Red Sonia was earlier this year when I started reading the other new Red Sonia book. I really dig the idea of a female Conan character. But again, the the armor and everything, it's, you know, it's, I think there's a, there's a trap to fall into of making her, you know, eye candy and not focusing on the character and, and building around the character, making it more of like a, and I hate to say this, but like a Xenoscope kind of thing where it's all about the visual and, and, you know, give me a, a good story, develop the character and that'll keep me invested. Um, that's a, it's, it's a, something to be, that I'm weary about because I want a, a good story. Um, so I really, I, I enjoyed the other series. I think the other series the focus was more on the character and more on building the world. It felt like there's a lot of, you know, not only the character, but the surrounding everything around her was being developed and being interwoven. So I, I think that encouraged me to try this one. Unfortunately, I just, this one just fell flat for me. I didn't feel like there's much, much substance here. Lots of battles um, and some dialogue that just didn't, just didn't land for me, just didn't scratch the itch, just didn't do what it had to do to hook me on a book like this. There's just so many books to read, and this one just didn't do it. It just didn't grab me, and I wonder why this was rated teen? I don't know. Maybe later in the series it'll be, there'll be more, but I don't know. It just it didn't work for me, so unfortunately this one will be a one and done, but I will continue with the other series that I think is doing pretty well. I think that story is, you know, there's enough substance there to keep me invested. This one just didn't do that for me, unfortunately. 
the next one is a, is a series that I've been in, enjoying quite a bit. And that is sacrificers. This is number issue four, Rick Remender, Rick Remender and Max Fiorama, uh, Femiria, sorry, Max terrible with names. I apologize. This is by image comics. Another great issue. Uh, we learn more about the sacrificers, the sacrifices and the aftermath of the event. Cause you, you would imagine that you'd sacrifice children. There's going to be, there's gonna be an aftermath. There's going to be something that is, is makes a lasting impact on the people in this world. The people who have to sacrifice for this unknown reason. And no one really knows where they go. Well, we know now we're learning more about it, but the people there don't know what happens to these kids. Uh, we, but we know, um, I won't spoil it. Um, so another thing is we do learn why these sacrifices are, I don't say have to be done, but why the sacrifices are done, the purpose that they serve. And we learn more about the different classes, the haves and have nots, why the dogs in my neighborhood decided to bark at this exact moment. Um, so yeah, we do learn more about that. That becomes more of a focus and I really dig the, what we're building here. I really, again, the artwork spectacular artwork. I love it. It's, it's fits this, it fits the story so well. And it does a lot of heavy lifting. It, it does a lot of the storytelling and yeah, just all in all a fantastic series. I do find myself flying through these issues though. I find, I find myself just going really fast because it's, it's so good. And I want it to last. You want it to, you want to kind of savor it, you know, and it just, you're really bummed on it when it ends. That's the downside of, of reading issue by issue and not having like a trade and a series like this, that you just want it now, you know? Yeah. But, um, you want to read it right away cause it's so good. So that's the only downside is I have to wait. That's my only complaint. So you might be saying, well, if that issue was so good, why wasn't your, why wasn't it your pick of the week? Well, because there was an issue that was a little bit better and, I, I, I try, I try to not fall into the new issue trap because it's easy to get excited for a new series. It, it just, it has a way of making you excited for all the potential that may be coming soon. So I try really hard to not fall into that trap. I find, I try really hard to, <laughs> to, to, for, to just take an issue for what it is and to not fall into that trap of the, the excitement of a new series. But this one, I just, it's just so good. Uh, this is red light number one by Sarah Cho and Priscilla Petrelius. I'm sorry, Priscilla. I'm awful with the names today. Worse than usual. This is by published. This is published by AWA. Um, this is so AI artificial intelligence has a lot of attention right now in our culture and our world. It's a, it's a topic It used to be science fiction you know, Terminator type of shit. And now it's real. Like this is the real topic. So it's a little eerie that we talk about AI the way we do. It's a little bit weird to go from a, this science fiction topic to reality. You know, there's, there's these issues now that before we thought were, like I said, science fiction. Now they're legitimate issues that we have to talk about. So in this one, it's, it's a story about an AI who can feel empathy who can learn, who can relate to people. 
and she is, she works in a brothel or she's a sex worker. And this is an exploration of AI. And for me, my take, my, what I came around with it was, you know, we create these AIs, we can create these AIs and these self-aware AIs, these beings who become almost like people. So when do these, when do these beings become something more than an algorithm? When, they, when do they become something more than a program? When do they become more and more human? Uh, can they become human? When can we, when do they be, when does it become a piece of software and it becomes exploitation or it becomes abuse or it becomes, um, you know, you use them, you create them and use them almost as slaves. So are you almost playing God when you're doing this? Are we playing God creating these beings that are self-aware that can learn, that can feel, that can have these kind of, you know, human thoughts. So, um, yeah, fantastic. The artwork in this one fits the story so well. Again, I'm, I'm praising a lot of the artwork this week. Just really good. Um, you know, the, there's lots to explore here. This, this is a book that you'll read and you'll think about it after you'll, it's very thought provoking. Um, the artwork and writing, like I said, are fantastic. This is, I hate to say this kind of stuff. I hate hate to make these kind of like these kind of declarations, but this is one of the best first issues I've maybe ever read. It was that good. It just blew me away. I've read a lot of great issues, whether it's number one or not. I mean, I've read a lot of comics in my, in my day, but this is one of the best number ones for sure. It's hard to have a number one issue. It's hard to, to hook the reader. There's so many things you have to do with that first issue. It's so important. And this issue, just like this one issue, just like almost like effortless, it feels effortless. It just effortlessly pulls you in and it just, it does, it checks all the boxes of what a first issue should be. Just, it does everything you want a first issue to be, and it excels at all of them. Just great issue, a great topic, great writing, great artwork, everything top to bottom fantastic. And again, <laughs> mentioned this with sacrificers again, I'm just disappointed. I think this is a four issue miniseries, and I, I just want this to be more, this has to be longer. I hope this is a, the start of a, of a, of a series of a long, a long kind of, we're building a world that we're going to see again, because I'm already hooked on it. So many great stories that you just begging to be told in this world. And, uh, yeah, just, Someone, yeah, just, yeah, blew me away. Great, great, great stuff. Very good stuff. Um, I will mention that there is some, it's not for, it's not an all ages book. There is some, uh, you know, some, I'd say it's, you know, <laughs> it's a, not pornographic, but there's, you know, there's some, some stuff in it. So if you are sensitive to that kind of stuff or you're under a certain age group, then, you know, be wary of that. But yeah. It is an NM for mature type of book, but, uh, yeah, just a pretty good week. Uh, I had some, some stinkers there, but some stinker weeks there, but been looking up lately and yeah, I'm, I'm getting better about picking the books that I think I'll like. That's not always easy. You want to give these books a chance knowing that you may not like it and, or you probably won't like it and you try it anyway. And it just, you know, you want to give it a shot, but 
it is what it is. So we like what we like. And uh, that's just what, what I enjoy. So thank you so much for listening. Really appreciate you. We're getting almost to issue or to episode 25 and we'll see what happens, but maybe we'll do something for issue for issue for episode 25. Thanks so much for listening. Really appreciate you. Whoever's out there listening. Really, uh, really appreciate it. If you'd like to connect with me, the best places on our forums at pagechewing.com. Fantastic little community there. We're making some plans to read some other series and host the files on the podcast or the, the discussions on the podcast. Uh, so yeah, come by and, and uh, say hello. See if you want to read with us. Also, I can be found on a couple of the podcasts, which is page chewing, just page chewing proper, and also um, film chewing. Those are two other podcasts that I that I have every week. <laughs> so thanks so much for listening again. Hope you're having a great week. If you're reading something you really enjoy, you think I'll enjoy, reach out and let me know. Or if you'd like to read, like to come on as a co-host, come and uh, tell me about the books you read this week or any given week. Let me know. I'd love to chat. So until next time, we will talk to you soon.